Hello and welcome to the Polygon Show. I'm Ashley O, filling in as host for Simone de Rochefort, who is out sick today. Very sad. Sent her well wishes. Well wishes. Well wishes all around. My co-hosts are staring at me in disbelief. And this is Chelsea Stark. Thank you for the warm gesture. There is a warm gesture also to our other co-host, Jenna Stieber. Hi. I'm ready to be one and one third Hell uh, yeah. present. It's a very, cover. look, Jenna, you come in with a strong presence. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready. Three is a magic number. It's a very witchy number. It's I powerful. like it. It's We're very... a coven yes. today. Ooh. We right? are all wearing black. We are all wearing black. We are all wearing black. This is very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. So I'm going to open up with a unexpected question Ooh. that I did not prompt any of you. This on. is all a surprise. <laughs> Some great hosting already. Well, last time it was about food. This time this is a more controversial, also sort of about food. What are your thoughts on eggnog? Ooh, no, thank you. If I want rum, I'll just have rum. Oh, that's how I feel about. I don't need. I don't need to pretend like I'm drinking something more than I am. If you're drinking eggnog, it's Uh because you want to be drinking rum, but you want to make it all holiday like. Whoa. Well, I mean that is a good take, but I also just like eggnog. Yeah, tell me, convince me. Um, it's like a weird milk. (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's like a weird sugar milk yeah it's like a, I think it's kind of like a milkshake I, I, but without okay. the ice cream if I, milkshake is more convincing than weird milk I, weird milk yeah with a slightly I, yellow color look, look I'm not on anyone's marketing team for a reason I'm not on eggnog's marketing board like well have you tried calling it weird milk that it's just so good. thick it's yeah. just got such a thick consistency but it's like a think of it yeah as a, it's a melted milk shake it's got a uh-huh. uh you can sprinkle a little nutmeg on nutmeg top. and i do like the nutmeg yeah i'll just grind some nutmeg into my rum that's how <laughs> that's I feel. fine you can do that yeah. i also don't i mean i also don't normally drink it with booze i'm just like oh i just want one glass so you're just no, i just want one glass of <laughs> sugar milk one, one sugar time. milk <laughs> you're just drinking thick egg milk thick milk yeah. i don't oh, i don't buy it age. i don't buy it for myself i just i'm like where do you? Yeah, where do you acquire? Your I only nog? acquired at my mom's house. Just a okay. grocery so like store. Home, homemade nog? Oh God, no! How do I home? I don't even I, know. I, I only say that because I'm afraid to. But it's usually in grocery stores. Yeah, I may. Okay, here's. Let me reach back into the past for for both of y'all. I oh. made nog once when I was like, like a preteen. What's in it? Well, egg is what I remember. But the thing about this is that I got the recipe from a boxcar children. <gasps> I love book. the boxcar children. This is very, wait, from a boxcar children book or like well, a cookbook, Brandon? No, it's worse than both of those things. I was like a member of a boxcar children club where they would send us the books none of that and is, like a newsletter. None of that's worse. It's better. So, wait, did you glean the recipe from reading a book? It was in the newsletter and it was just like, here's the boxcar children's eggnog recipe. Was it the official Boxcar Children's? Yes. What? This is an official Nog recipe. I don't, I don't feel this is bad because I had the, uh, 
Oh my god! I just blanked a little house in the prairie. Oh yes, cookbook. Oh, that's they had nice. a cookbook. They had a cookbook, and they I made like syrupy lemonade or something. Syrupy, syrupy lemonade. lemonade. I don't remember. It was like brown sugar lemonade. Another thick yellowy drink for Chelsea yeah. Star. <laughs> yeah, look, I know. A trend. I think that everyone should have figured out that it's like. It's got extra sugar. Chelsea's going to eat it. <laughs> I like candy corn, which I know is controversial. Look, don't growl at me. Ashley, how do you feel about the nog? Yeah. I really, so bef- before I, I did not like it, I thought like the taste was really strange. Mm. It wasn't totally sweet. It had another weird kind of, but I don't know. Over time, it became an acquired taste and mm. I really like it now. Okay. Um, I don't think that I would have more than two glasses in a row though. It's oh. very thick, very sweet. Heck so no. Viscous. Yeah. So I, I think like even if there was booze in it, it, it would be like a max. Maximum 1.5 glasses. Okay. And then you're right, just move on to the rum or the whiskey or. That's all I need in my. I literally just need 1.5 glasses a year. And then I'm like, that's that's the taste. (laughs) Only I remembered uh, it during like the holidays. Yeah. 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 I mean, some foods are like that. Some foods you want one portion of. Like, Mm -hmm. I want one peep a year. And that is, that's enough for me to remember what peeps are all about. That's true. One slice of cranberry salad or cranberry. Is that cranberry salad? No, the cranberry, the cranberry Jello stuff that comes in a can. Like in a oh okay. Oh my god, I like a canned, <laughs> like canned cranberry sauce. Yeah, canned no, cranberry. I, I thought you were talking about ambrosia. Oh, oh. I like ambrosia I was, again. Sugar, hello. I was picturing <laughs> the 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 canned cranberry like the oh, Jello yeah. thing, but like when you said cranberry salad, I was like, so all chopped up like egg salad and <laughs> put into a bowl. So my mom makes cranberry salad, which is the Jello stuff mixed with walnuts and. Fresh cranberries and okay. some There's sweetener. Walnuts that sounds good. In yeah. Jello, N- yes. You put them in. That sounds whoa. I am like from the, the jelly. Wait, well, but, uh, like jello. Oh, before we talk about games, hold on. Okay, a nut <laughs> in a Jello. The 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 textures are not, but it's crunchy, complimentary, and salty yes. and sweet though. It's That's salty, what I like. But Jello, firm, bouncy, wobbly Jello with. A walnut, it like floating in there. Well, with the, <laughs> I guess suspended, like a key. I think in it's. A I just jelly. think it's spread flat. I've never made it. I've just eaten it. It's spread flat, and then you just put the nuts on top and the dried oh, cracker like oh. garnish. Yeah, with like a thick topping. Like a thick topping. <laughs> A lot of thick foods. Wow. Yeah. I was picturing, like, you know, that episode of The Office where Jim puts Dwight's stapler in the jello. Yeah. I was thinking of that, but like, a handful of walnuts. I grew Which up. is so gross. That's what if you what if you compress the walnuts in the center so it was like a nut brain? Oh my and then the God. jelly was like the shell. This, should, this would be a good Halloween dessert. Seriously. Yeah. Well, okay, I I grew up in Texas and it's just like a lot of white people adding weird things to jello food, okay? Yeah. I feel like that's a very 60s, 70s thing where I feel like people were very into gelatin. Well, my, yeah. well, my mom was right? born in 53, right? So that is yeah. like the time. The time where and she And then she would have made that stuff and she made that stuff for me. <laughs> the jello mold. I've had a I've had a jello salad that was like jello, cottage cheese, yeah, and and uh pineapple. Yeah. Yeah, I I wish the audience could see Ashley's face. <laughs> Ashley's whore. She's not. Would you eat it? Like there was a flash of sweat that ran down from my head to my toes right now. I just. Moving on. I'm that sorry. That is. Uh, 
Chelsea. How about picture, Chelsea's Jello Corner? I got it. Chelsea's <laughs> Jello Corner. It's just jiggle, 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 jiggle. Full of Jello, except it's just Chelsea. Like, hey guys, hey, I'm back on board. Like a kiddie pool, but it's full yeah. of Jello. And you just sort of wallow in it. Exactly. For some yeah. reason, Chelsea's on an inflatable raft, I, and the, the raft is floating. It's a little pink flamingo, and it's oh, perfect. Oh, it's so oh. cute. She's got a glass of eggnog. <laughs> Oh, so and many. it's garnished with candy corn. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I've had enough. I am the chaos demon here. You are. You are chaotic evil right now. <laughs> Chelsea, please. I'm just chaotic sugar. Please, let's, for God's sake, change the topic from yes. Uh, some yes, ma'am. thick Jello egg talk to Tetris effect talk. Ooh. Very good. Very good. Very flashy. What 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 are your thoughts? Very flashy. It's I I said this after E3 and people were like, Chelsea, how can you make this your favorite game from E3? And I'm like, hmm. look. Uh Tetris is a a wonderfully satisfying puzzle game, but Tetris Effect takes it to another level because of the sound design and the visual design of that game. Every single level is like got multiple visual layers. Like Especially because the intensity changes through. Mm-hmm. Say you have one level, and when you get to one third mark of the level, the song will change, the tempo will change, and it gets faster or slower. Mm-hmm. And then you get to another third, and it changes again. The song will change again, and like rapidly, and like all the visuals change. This sounds so much like uh, my experience with Luminous, and I know it's <laughs> you know the the same guy. Yeah. Um, but how how to you would you describe like the difference between luminous and Tetris Effect? Uh, because I guess the Tetris Effect feels like almost the complete package of like the extension of all of the really good ideas from Luminous, but just like oh, but this is also a puzzle game that literally everyone on the planet has played, <laughs> and also just like the the extension of the ideas of changing speeds, changing tempos creating a whole kind of visual environment that each level lives in. I don't know. It feels like almost like a bigger, more holistic approach. Is the uh, is the campaign like one long, continuous run until... No. So each... The campaign, which is called Journey Mode, you do like heats of three to four levels, and you have to beat those. So once you beat one level in the heat, you if you die, you go back to at least... You don't go to the start of the heat. You go to that level. Okay. But yeah, you have to beat three or four of those. Mm. It looks like a very... I've only played it a little bit. And I played Tetris a lot because it's soothing. It's so soothing. It's such a soothing game. Mm. Tetris Effects feels like it's that soothingness taken to the full extreme. Yeah. Where it's very like mellow. Like you come home from work and you just want to zone out for an hour Mm. while you reconfigure your brain. I feel like Tetris Effect would be really good for that. It's so good for that, especially because it's good at ramping up the action and then letting you have a release. Mm. Where it's like, not every time the te- every time the thing changes does it get faster. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm going through a really heated section, and then the tempo slows down, and you get mm. to just like enjoy, uh, you know, how far you've come, or digging your like let yourself dig your like dig out of the mess you've made. I guess you know. <laughs> Uh, I like that. So it's not just all ramp, 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 no, ramp, up, 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 no. up, 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 Like one level will start at kind of a high tempo and then you're like, oh, I made it 12 lines in. Now it chilled out and slowed down. Hmm. 
And I was like, this is really cool. Yeah, that's a great concept. That's maybe the best thing that you could do to Tetris to make mm. Tetris new. It is <laughs> it is extremely weird how they made Tetris new. And there's a bunch of other different game modes. I'm still playing the story one, but when they came to the office, we played the one that's like the infected mode. I forgot the name of it. And you have to like get rid of Tetris viruses that are spreading through by clearing lines. And it's just like got a bunch of cool... There's a random mode where different bad or good things can happen to you, like a giant piece can fall down. What? And then you have to clear out the piece. Yeah. <gasps> oh. Whoa. It's so cool. Whoa. Dang. God. That sounds very intense. Some of it, yeah, some of it's definitely like very talented Tetris players, and I'm not that, but I just like to zone out. I like really, and the music is so. Yeah. I was going to ask you about the music. Uh, there's like, some of it's like very good, like trancey songs and, and, electronica and some of it's like there's one that feels like inspired by uh jazz pianos in new york city oh. and then there's like traffic happening That's and one cool. that is kind of more of like african drums with different uh sound effects happening afterwards and oh. then, and and then those are kind of paired with fireworks as the level goes on cool oh, like because they're similar nice. sound pairings amazing yeah God, that sounds spectacular. Yeah, I heard that they uh, lined up like the percussion with, you know, clearing out the lines and whatnot very well. Yeah, there's there's different levels, like one rotating the pieces, each has a different effect. Ooh. Clearing a line sometimes has visual effects where the, the, the towers, each line spins. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, overwhelming. <laughs> uh, and it's just like, it's kind of like a visual treat when you do well, though, because it's just like, mm -hmm. ooh, everything's Ooh. happening in sync. And sometimes like, a, you do something really well, and a giant whale made of little lights swims wow. by. Wow! And you're just like, whoa! Amazing. Yeah, and the music like crescendos at the same time. You're like, oh, bliss! <laughs> Have you ever found a point in the game where it was too overwhelming, like where there was like kind of overstimulation, where it was a bit distracting? Yeah, sometimes mm -hmm. there'll be like the first time I'm playing a level, especially the spinning thing I was telling you about, yeah. when every single line spins like one after another, like it's doing the wave. And you're like, oh, <laughs> it's spinning like on a horizontal axis. Yeah, so like or vertical. So it's like vertical, vertical, uh, vertical, vertical. <gasps> Did mm. they change like colors or something? They'll get brighter they... and darker. Oh my God. <laughs> and sometimes things when you get a Tetris, everything turns rainbow. Wow. Tetris clearing the four lines. Yeah. yeah. Everything becomes a, like kind of rainbowy for a second and then clears back. This sounds wonderful. It is so yeah, wonderful. It sounds like a screensaver that I can play. Oh, I yes. know. <laughs> it's like the Winamp visualization. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on Winamp. I had so many Winamp skins. Oh, my God. It's it's like the, the best version of that. Uh, there's an amazing one that is like uh, clearly inspired by Native American chanting. And the, like there's horses and everything is getting bigger and bigger and more intense. There's one that sounds like uh, you're walking across sand and then it transforms oh. to walking across snow. So every... <gasps> Every Tetris piece is like, oh, your foot in a snowy crunch. Oh, I love that sound. It's like the honestly That's the great. best. I know, like I'm really I'm glad that I'm taking you guys on this journey just by yeah. describing it. But it's just like all the most pleasant sensations. This sounds like the snow part to me sounds like very, very ASMR. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's very ASMR. But sometimes you're also like it's ASMR. But also these pieces get like some of the speeds will go up to like twelve, or which is hard to, it's hard to describe but it's like it's fast the pieces are falling yeah. very quickly and i'm like oh just place place wherever yeah. i can <laughs> i think i i dread that part i feel like that's why i've held off a little bit playing tetris because even though you know i can see how 
it is definitely soothing. But to me, I think that all I really associate with Tetris is like my hands get so sweaty that they like slip <laughs> off the controller because they're coming down so fast. And I'm like, I can't even enjoy yeah. this. I don't know. My quick order said this in his review and I should have taken his advice. Play the story mode on easy if you play it because oh. I'm playing it on normal and it does get a little challenging. Mm. I also hear um, he described the end of the campaign as very emotional. I, I haven't uh, beaten it yet. Well, the so. thing is, is that like I, I didn't know what he really meant by that. That yeah. seems very vague. But I'm sure, like once you play it, you'll probably, you know, I'm sure it has something to yeah. do with music, pacing, and yeah. all that. But but for the word emotional to come up with just Tetris, Tetris, right? Yeah. It's so interesting. Well, I can I can already imagine that because the first the first level is also very got a amazingly like female vocal track that is really nice hits it's a song you hear in the trailer so it's like really beautiful and it just like kind of crescendos at the right times and you're mm. just like oh this is really nice so i can i can see where that's going Ooh. it's like it's a it's an a emotional journey without any story oh <gasps> That's really fascinating. That is exactly so just like pure emotive. Yeah, that sounds so refreshing and very yeah. hard to accomplish, I think, in a game. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think Ms. Iguchi is just amazing at figuring out how puzzles can make us feel good. And mm. even that those levels of frustration are sometimes good because you're like, I accomplished it, I beat it, hmm. and it's over. You know, yeah. I got myself out of the jam. Hmm. Sometimes I wonder if uh, anyone has asked uh, Mizuguchi if he has like any form of synesthesia because it seems so crafted from the perspective of somebody who does have that to an extent. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it reminded me a little bit of Rez. Yeah, he also, he also did Res. Oh, okay. God. Uh, I, d I, I played Res in uh, VR, and that was quite an experience. Oof, that feels like very, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot, but in a good way. I really, this makes, I don't want to buy a PlayStation VR, but I kind of do because, like, mm. this game seems like the thing that's, like, yeah, it's not crazy. It's not giving you crazy visuals. It's just giving you this perfectly sealed in, relaxed, immersive mm. experience. Oh, so it must be great on VR. Mm hmm. Yeah, I've only played it on VR a little bit, and it very much was that where like you are in, you're in your isolation <gasps> chamber playing Tetris. Now. I love that. It's yeah. nice. That it was nice. nice. Jenna, tell us about Fallout seventy six. Oh yes. man, I'm loving it. I'm liking it uh, quite a lot. I've been hearing a lot of people who are kind of concerned about the multiplayer online aspect, which mm. I think is fair. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've only gotten to experience the beta so far, so I think people who are in the beta are probably like us. They're like games journalists or streamers or people who are really focused on just mm -hmm. seeing as much as possible yeah. and aren't that into griefing. Uh, so I have not had I, I, most of my encounters with people in the game have been very lovely. Mostly, oh, it's just like you you walk up, you're you're doing a quest, and somebody else is doing the same quest in an area, and you're both sort of circling. And you can you talk to each other? Uh, you can emote at each other, and there is um, mics, so you can talk on your mics. I don't do that because. No, just nah. <laughs> yeah. what, what kind no. of emotes do you have? Um, there's a there's a whole bunch. There's like um, like a waving hello. Mm -hmm. There's one that's like a threat. It's called a threat, but it's just doing the finger guns. So that's mm. the one I do most. I, that's not a threat at all. That's just like, hey, buddy, <laughs> finger guns, oh, finger guns. It was Is there like an emote for like a like a follow me type thing? If you encounter somebody and 
maybe if like you need help or they need help. There are more specific ones. Like there's like ones that are like, please help me. I'm I'm unwell. I'm dying. (laughs) Yeah. There's ones I think you can. They have an atomic shop where they can do microtransactions and they have Mm. emotes for unlock there. And I know they have ones that are like need ammo or (laughs) grabby hands (laughs) need food i'm dying of thirst that sort of thing so i think there are some more specific like relevant relevant ones but in general they seem more more vague Hmm. i i've only i find that i only use like the heart ones to let people know like i'm chill Mm. (laughs) like like Mm -hmm. i'm not here to fight I don't, uh, I'm just going to go about my business. Has anyone ever tried to fight you? I think I'm the only person on staff who has had a PvP experience. Um, And at least nobody else I've talked to so far, again, in the beta has. I, yeah, I was running up a mountain uh, in game, not in real life. But I was in, I was running up a mountain and this guy started yelling at me through the open mic channel. I think kind of kind of role playing e. He was like, "I'm going to kill you. You're on my mountain. I'm going to get you." <laughs> and he had a machete. <gasps> I mean, I I like actually what? kind of like this that he was at least role playing like a wild person. Yeah. <laughs> it was the the thing about it. So this is what happened. I my character, I had high agility and I'd taken a bunch of stats for or a perks for running faster and better and and regaining action points so that I could cover a lot of ground quickly because that's what I wanted to do in the beta. So I could run faster and longer than him, but he would not quit. Wow. <laughs> so he, he tracked me like down the mountain and across a river and into this town. And I could hear him on voice chat. And how it went was, is he was very much like, I'm going to, you're on my mountain. I'm going to get you. And then when I started to run, he was like, come back here. Let me, I'm going to get, I'm going to, you'll learn from, no, come back. Hey, come back. Hey, this is, I just come, I just love, I, I feel so weird about this now. This is really awkward. I really want to kill you, but you keep running. And I, okay, well, I'm, I can't quit now. I'm too d- invested. It was like this progression. This is he really broke funny. Character? He broke character. Because oh. he was just, because I kept outrunning him, but then trying to go and do other things. And eventually I hid for a while and I was like, this is boring. Let's just fight. Did, did you ever say anything to him? No, or? no. No, I certainly didn't. I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what the role playing is going to be like in these games. Oh, that's so funny to me that there's this silent, fast woman <laughs> <laughs> you know, running away from this man yelling with a machete, you just won't say anything. You're like, I'm leaving. I am not engaging with this, sir. Until I, I did, and he killed me. Okay. Oh, yeah. But it's fine. So the the nice thing about Fallout 76 is even if you do have an encounter, so that if you have not aggroed somebody, if they attack you and you don't attack them back, they do very little damage. So it takes a very long time to kill you. Wait, oh, that means it's that you had to suffer through him just trying to whack, stab whack, you. Whack, whack. Whack, whack, whack with his machete. Yes. But if you attack back, then you just do normal damage to each other. Oh. So so you also get caps. Like, you get money if somebody attacks you, which I think is the funniest thing. Oh. So if somebody attacks you a whole bunch, you make a whole bunch of money. Oh, Which wow. is its own sort of weird thing. The fall- I like that they're trying to reward people who are griefed. And that's yeah. kind of nice. Yeah, that it's definitely set up in a way to discourage griefing. Like uh. there's there's very little like e- even if you kill somebody, the only thing you can pick up from their body is their junk for like crafting. Mm. But like you don't get their gun or their hat or anything like that. 
So I'm gonna get your hat. That money right? sounds like a Fallout '76 like assault tax. <laughs> kind yeah. of, yeah. 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 Sorry that somebody attacked you in this world. It, it does beg the question of like why why bother with PvP if you're going to discourage it so much. True. But I'm hoping that I would like f- more than anything for there to be separate servers so if you want to go on like a pvp heavy server you can if you want to go on a role-playing server where you just Mm -hmm. hang out and you play a crazy mountain i want there to be like a mountain people clan once this game is in full swing so maybe the next time you see that guy be like i i have a family now (laughs) you stay off my family's turf (laughs) um well, Jenna, you've also apparently been playing Moonlighter oh, on yeah. Switch. Tell us about Moonlighter. Yeah, well, it just came out, and Brian uh, had like really nice things to say about it when it came out. It, it's this game where you play as a merchant mm. who has a shop near in a small town near a bunch of dungeons. So uh, your job is basically to pillage the dungeons so that you have things to sell in your shop. Ooh. So that's really interesting. So it it has sort of a combat mechanic where you go and you've got a bow and arrow or a sword or something and you're Mm -hmm. attacking monsters. And then during the day you go back to your shop and you sell things. And it's sort of trying to figure out like how, how much is this worth? How much can I sell it for? before I upset mm. customers. Oh, so you determine the prices? Yeah, yeah. So it's like half half doing that and half <gasps> dungeon pillaging. Did they give you suggestions for prices or do you just kind of make them up on the spot? Uh, it's some kind kind of combination. There's like a really rough guide where it's like, this is probably worth under 60 gold. This one, uh-huh. this section is probably worth between 250 and 60 gold. And this, and mm. then this is like between 3,000 and 300. So kind of, hmm. but they're really, really broad. And it's sort of up to you to, to do trial and error. And you can see customers' reactions. So if you put up like a cool history book, for too much money, they're going to give you a frowny face. Wow. And if you put it up for the right amount, they'll be like, heck yeah, Dunk. Got got this cool book. Dunk. Mm. Yeah. This sounds like um, what goes on behind the scenes of, like, you know, the, the, the merchant you see outside. Like, NPC simulator yeah. almost. Yeah, right? yeah kind of. Like, yeah. What is this NPC's job really like? That's really cool. There, yeah. This is the only, I think there's another game on that was on 3DS that was similar, like you were a weapon salesman, and I mm-hmm. wish I remembered the name of that, oh. because it seems like Ashley's shit, definitely, but <laughs> wow, yeah, no, that seems great. I would love if, um, and I don't know if this happens, if like you have like a typical RPG hero mm-hmm. stop in this dude with a huge like feather in his cap <laughs> with his loot and his knight friend knocking over everything right asking for prices <laughs> too big for the room with their giant pauldrons yes yeah. yes indeed <laughs> um how uh, how long is that game uh i haven't been playing it too long i think it's going to be on the shorter end probably mm. probably if i had to guess like 15 hours maybe at the the most yeah wasn't that what oh. brian was saying I think so, yeah. yeah. It's definitely not a long-haul game. There are four dungeons for you to pillage. I've only been playing, like, three hours, and I'm already through the first dungeon onto oh. the second. I, like, for some reason in my head, I envision this as, like, a Stardew Valley-esque game where That's you could sort endless. of play it yeah, endlessly. Yeah, it, it is very Stardew Valley-esque. Like, you can rejuvenate the town that you're in and, like, 
sponsor other shops to mm. start so that you can buy potions so that you can live longer when you go down into the dungeons and wow. ad nauseum. Yeah. So so there the, you can like sponsor other shops to come in and just revitalize the town in general. So, so it's got it's got a very satisfying feedback loop where you go yeah. into the dungeons and you kill a jelly and you sell that jelly for cash and oh. then you spend that cash to make your sword better so you can kill bigger jellies Whoa. and harvest more of their ooze and sell it. <laughs> It's nice. I gotta sell all my jellies. I gotta sell my jelly. <laughs> We're back to the jelly we, conversation. It's full circle. I was imagining like an ooze that was made out of eggnog. No! <laughs> yeah. It's the Thanksgiving version or the holiday version of this game. And it's just like a bunch of eggnogs and cranberry sauces like blurp, blurp, blurp. I would love to play a game where you go into a dungeon and kill Thanksgiving dinner. Like oh. you have to kill so many ambrosia to have ambrosia. Oh. At your Thanksgiving dinner. I've got to chase all these turkeys down, but they're, like, you know, browned, and they've got little <laughs> drumstick <laughs> legs. Cute. Oh, yes. I'm so hungry. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, well. Ashley, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? Tell us. Um, so I have started the uh, Spyro Remastered trilogy, Ooh. the Reignited trilogy. Mm. Um, I will have something... You, for all of you to read. Are you under embargo right now? <laughs> oh, no. <gasps> embargo is over. We got the code uh, very late. Mm. But I do have to say, as uh, somebody who... I have a special connection to Spire of the Dragon. Whoa. So that was, like, one of the first... Um, I mean, aside from, you know, like, Super Mario and Kirby, like, playing that on my Game Boy growing up. I think, like, my first PlayStation, PlayStation game that, like, I... Uh, bought on my own console was Spire of the Dragon. Mm. And that actually, that game was pretty instrumental in um, making friends because I had just, it was uh, the fourth grade. I was moving very, like, suddenly. Mm. And so it's really hard, I think, like, to make friends, especially, you know, when you're, like, around 11. It's just, like, an awkward time and your friends are, like, preparing to go to middle school and you're all excited and now you're in a different place. Well, um Spyro is the game that I played with uh, my friend Helen, who I am still friends with today. I actually visited her in L.A. like a month ago. Nice. Um, but that was like the game that like I came over to her house and we were playing that. And so that really has a special place for me of like friendship and like just like starting this serious cascade of PlayStation obsession and tomfoolery as <laughs> I describe my days of beautiful young youth. Young um, youth. <laughs> young youth. That's Wait. how we describe it. So, but Spyro, uh, I was skeptical because, you know, we had the Crash um, Remastered trilogy, which, like, I thought was good. You know, it was fine. Except for the stuff you didn't like, like all of the edges <sighs> racing. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I felt, like, translated better when it was kind of more low poly. I think it's like with the all this like fancy shading and stuff, I don't know, gives an illusion of depth to certain platforms that like were oh. not really conducive mm -hmm. to certain. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I had my hangups with Crash, so I, I wasn't super optimistic about Spyro, but oh man, it's really good. <laughs> it's really, really good. I mean, I, I think this is one of the best remastered games oh. I've played, and I'm not just saying that because I like it. If anything, my expectations might have been too high, but it, it, it's like the when I first booted it up, like 
it looked exactly as it did in my mind's eye, which is like a weird thing to say, like not how it actually looked, right? Like Mm. if you booted up the first, like the PlayStation disc. Because it's like crisper. Yeah, it's like the way that I remember it and like how your imagination sort Sort of fills in. the idealized version. Right, like so when I look back on it, like I don't think I remember like the rough polygonal edges. Like I remember like the feeling and the lighting and the Mm. mood and um, the setting and like it, it just it looked like it was a fresh fresh coat of paint everything was just like rich colorful and like they did such a great job considering like this is no longer an insomniac games property so um toys for bob i believe is the developer and then activision published but um they like they kept the music i mean they kind of you know redid it obviously but they kept the same music Hmm. they kept a lot of the same sound effects which like (laughs) you know and i think like for a remaster aside from the graphics at least for me and maybe for other people a really important thing is like the music people get very like you get taken back to the Mm -hmm. old days with the music and they did such a great job and like Wow, this game like is so relaxing to play. Hmm. I think this actually, looking back, explains my gaming habits now of like being a completionist because they tell you exactly on the pause screen how many treasure you have, how many dragons are there. And when it's done, it says 100% complete, which is my favorite thing to read. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, it's just the game is just, it's sure there are enemies, but. It's just about collecting treasure. So, wait. <laughs> Remember going back way back to my hatred of ukulele. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you feel like that the the collection elements ever gate you in negative ways? I think Or uh, is it just like kind of hitting your satisfying? Um, do you mean in general or in Spyro? In Spyro. Inspiro, I think this is a blessing that I am reviewing it because I have to say, no, Ashley, <laughs> you don't have to get all 500 treasure. Just finish the, the meat of the level and move on. That's, you know, that's important. Um, it is important. Yeah. However, when this review is done, you bet your ass I'm going <laughs> all the way back in there and getting everything. But I think, like, they're, they're great memories, and then there are other memories where... I like walk up to a portal. I'm like, oh yeah, this is so great. What is this? And I immediately, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> or like, you know, to get like this orb, you have to do this challenge. And I'm like, not this again. I am not, no, no. And like, as in a, like part of me as an adult wants to see if I can do it as like a fully grown woman, right. if I can finish it. But Prove that you've come yeah, from Yeah, you're distance. like, well, now now that I'm a professional game person. I know. Now I'm, that your reflexes have slowed that's, and withered. That's exactly <laughs> Because like, just like this morning, I decided to test that. There's like an ice hockey segment and I hated it. So I went, you know, and I was like, all right, I'll try the first one, which is just like score five goals with this puck in uh i think like a minute and a half or two minutes and i was like oh that's i can maybe i can do that you're right i (laughs) am uh just slowed and i I just think i also have less patience now Mm. i think like there's something about when you're younger and you have this as like one of your only games that you're gonna keep pushing forward and like it's great but this is just sort of like you know what <laughs> I'm gonna leave. Yeah, when you're young and all you have to do on a Saturday morning but, is get man. pucks. But yeah. like, <laughs> I love 
love. It's the treasure, Jenna, the treasure. <laughs> I mean, the sound effects when you pick up the treasure, how shiny they've what made is, the treasure. What is the sound effect? I can't, I can't even. Can't you try I, for I, me? And there's like a you little sound golden. Like a guinea pig. It's there's so like a sweet. little, you know, numerical like golden, like a one or a five that like pops up and then like pops away, almost like a little bubble. It's oh. just so pleasant. You guys, it's so pleasant. This game is very <laughs> relaxing. That's the most aggressive I've ever heard anyone say pleasant. It's so pleasant. pleasant. It's and so pleasant. I think it's just such a big change from me coming off the heels of playing Heliophobia, mm. a terrifying horror game, <laughs> and now I finally get to go to this nice brightly lit setting with treasure <laughs> it's wonderful um so i'm having a great time with that i also really quick over the weekend because i was curious i started heavy rain i have never played a mm. david cage game i haven't either whoa ever um so i uh played the first i guess like hour or hour and a half and like i thought it would kind of just go right into the i had no idea jenna the first Hour is just man simulator, okay? <laughs> it's just like white man simulator, which is like it starts as. I'm gonna redo the box. Is my white man? It, it literally is because the first thing you do is like you get out of bed, mm. you walk to your fancy balcony, you can rest on it, and then you go to the bathroom, and he's like, "I should brush my teeth." You br you literally brush his teeth. No, do you? Okay, do you, you shower? Urinate? Okay, yes, you can urinate, okay. which like. I okay. don't need that. Yeah. And yeah. then and then you know I tried to go downstairs and then he wouldn't let me. He's like, "Better put on clothes before I go downstairs." <laughs> Unrealistic. Put on the clothes. Went downstairs. Walked around like a slow robotic man cuz like his <laughs> shoulders are upright and like just they don't move but the bottom. <laughs> so he like slowly glides down the stairs. I'm like, "Yep, just playing white man simulator he goes over turns on my expensive stereo then his wife comes home okay his wife comes home with the kids it's kids birthday party and she's frantically getting ready and like she's like hey can you um can you just put the put the dishes out so like gotta go to the cupboard open the cupboard put the dishes down but then there's this um oh my god there is so these games right have to do with like these interesting strange prompts with like your analog stick and whatnot so i guess i must have put down the dish too fast or too hard because like you just hear a dish go clink and then your wife is just like hey be careful with that. That was my mother's. And he's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. For a birthday and party. Then, and then, like, I tried to do it again, but I think I, like, messed it up a second time. And then she yelled at me again. And she just was like, hey, what did I just say? And then, like, I'm in there, with, like, hunched over, and I'm just like, shut up, Grace. You're, a, ter like, you're a terrible white man. I just, I tried. And, like, so, like, immediately in the first hour, I'm, like, having a fight with my wife. I'm just like, Grace. All right, I got it, all right? I'm putting it down. It's not broken. It's fine, Grace. And she's like, can you go get the kids? Let's go out and get the kids. Go to the mall. Walk around. There is a store. Let's go over. The, and then, you know, the, the there's like that tragic the thing happening. But like yeah. really, I, I think the, the amount of time that was dedicated to just white man simulator in his house was just... You know, at the end, I was like, man, what? I could have just, I just took a shower, I shaved, I cut myself once. Really? 
and then on purpose. Like was that a failure condition? It was. It was like a fail. I shaved too hard. I shaved too fast, and I nicked myself. But at the end of all this, I was like. If I wanted to take a shower and shave, I could have just done this not in a David Cage game. Yeah. So then like I felt lot. like I uh, flushed some of my Saturday down the toilet. <laughs> then I think the more interesting part came where there is this detective man, and I guess this is when you start asking questions. But then I was so put off by man simulator that I decided maybe I won't play this. Mm, that again. is fine. Okay. I feel like, yeah, I feel like there was a moment to play Heavy Rain, and that moment has passed like a storm cloud from out behind I, the sun. I did like, though, when I was in the mall, and then you lose track of your kid Jason. Uh-huh. You have to press X to yell Jason, and you can press it as many times as you want. <laughs> so I'm walking in front of the women's lingerie store going, Jason! 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 And I'm like, oh, God, this is the best part of the game. I think that... This also makes me never want to recommend Red Dead 2 to you. (laughs) Is that what it's like? Well, there's just so many, there's elements of like, get in my coffee. Gotta shave every day, otherwise my hair grows. You know. That's just already what, uh, that's just already my life. Yeah, I know. Like, I already have to do that. I I guess, but it's like in a Western setting, right? Yeah, you can't, you can't ride your horse to to town. That's true. Now. That's true. This I mean, man, I could, but that doesn't seem right. Like, you know? No. All he did was walk around and admire his own house. He like <laughs> took a book. He pretended to read it. He put it back. <laughs> that was my action. <laughs> Woof. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah, I don't, I feel like for the most part, I don't like super sim heavy games like that because it's too much reality and not enough fantasy. I don't really know what kind, is that like a mystery detective-y game? No, I think that, I don't even, is is Heavy Rain? No, it's just like, it seems like, I don't know what it, like immersive sim kind of. But there is like, there's detective. Gun fighting. Yeah. I just know the the whole like Sean video that I Mm. love so much and it seemed like he was doing a lot of climbing, yelling, and shooting. It's true. That is also most of what I know about Heavy Rain. Okay. Yeah. What makes the rain so heavy? Is it a metaphor? No, because because uh-huh. in the second little segment when he's in a dingy apartment and no longer is a thing, uh, it's it's like raining really heavily. And then oh. I turned to nobody, I think Crunchwrap, and was like, that's the name of the game. <laughs> Did Crunchwrap appreciate that? No. He didn't give a he shit. I think does. he was asleep. God, I would, hope, I would hope your character turns to the mirror and said, this is the, now this is the heavy rain. <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> now the, tr- the rain is truly heavy. <laughs> it has only been light rain up to this point. Medium rain. No? No. Heavy. Heavy. Heavy rain. Jeez. Okay. Well... <laughs> Thank you for um, humoring me with my. I loved it. Later talk. I, I loved it. I hope I'm gonna I'm gonna make that Photoshop for you. Oh please! I only wish there were more segments with him following his children, so I could just yell, Jason, Jason. Can you do that in Red Dead? Can you yell someone's name? Yeah, there's just, a, <gasps> there's that segment where you're trying to find Lenny in the bar, and you just yell, but you're really drunk, and you're going, Lenny, <laughs> Lenny, and everyone looks like Lenny, even. The women and the bartender. Wow. Wow. It's that a, sounds great, it's actually. It's a very good segment. That sounds amazing. And all the text is backwards because you're very drunk. Ooh. Oh, that does happen when I get drunk. Yeah. yeah. I do want to play Red Dead, but I think, like, yeah, there are some of those 
more cumbersome elements I'm afraid of. Yeah. Anyway. Just play Octodad Dadliest Catch, which is trying to set up a birthday party, but you're an octopus and all oh, your limbs are I thought, wiggly. There wasn't there just like a regular Octodad? Yeah. That, it, the octo, play... it, they're all called Dadliest Catch. It's like the Oh. Yeah. I tried to just get out of a, uh, the kitchen. I could not open the door. <laughs> I think it took me like 10 minutes to get like a tentacle on the doorknob. You know, you uh, can play that game multiplayer and have multiple people <gasps> control the tentacles. Whoa. No. Oh, we got to do that. Great. That sounds great. Okay. That sounds so good. <laughs> okay. I sounds be, like a way to hate your friends, but I want to be the number six tentacle. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, very specific. specific. I, I know what I want. Well, Jenna's a lady who knows what she wants. <laughs> yep, I want the number six tentacle, and I want to use it to high-five someone. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so before we end this episode, we are going to address the extremely controversial topic of Pikachu in the new Detective Pikachu trailer. What are your thoughts? Uh, Chelsea, I want to hear your fa- thoughts first. Is... I went first on eggnog. It's your time okay. to pave the way. Um, I also I like Detective Pikachu. I think that the fuzziness is cute. Mm-hmm. I like his little mouth shape, and the eyes are not weird. <laughs> the fact that you had to say, the lady doth protest too much, Chelsea. Okay? The fact that you felt the need to call that out. I just like, I like, I think that a lot of people really are upset by the eyes. So I've seen people that are upset by the eyes and upset by the fur length. Yeah. And I, the, especially the more I watched the trailer, I watched this trailer like four times. Uh, the more I watched this trailer, the more I thought he was a very cute, fuzzy friend. And I especially like the fuzzy tail. I think the, the fuzzy silhouette is very cute. Do you think that the Ryan Reynolds voice suits the Pikachu? Kind of, because he's <laughs> such a salty little Pikachu. I don't know. It's hard to, it is hard to salty. not, it's a salty, salty Pikachu. Salty little Pikachu. <laughs> it is a funny, it's a funny contrast. I mean, it's not any weirder than Danny DeVito. And I don't, <laughs> boy, that's a lot to unpack, that oh, statement. Oh, man. I don't, Jenna, I don't, what is oh. your take? I don't. I don't dis- Okay. <laughs> Chelsea's takes are bad. That's fine. I know. Chelsea, your takes are great and you're great and I love you. You're great too. Thank you're both you. great. Thank you. Actually, you're great. What are your opinions? <laughs> what are your opinions? Stop deflecting. Is a monster. I think Ryan Reynolds is just a younger, more attractive Danny DeVito. I feel like they have the same energy. That's oh. a little bit gross, but we kind of let Ryan Reynolds' grossness go whereas Danny DeVito's grossness is sort of um I, weirder I would love to see a reboot of Always Sunny in 20 years where Ryan Reynolds climbs <gasps> out of a couch I would too <laughs> actually I would like to see a Batman movie where Ryan Reynolds gets gets real penguiny gets real down and dirty in the penguin oh yeah that would be so good so I feel like I feel like Ryan Reynolds and Danny DeVito are on a spectrum and they are the opposite sides of the spectrum, and we're on the the Ryan Reynolds side. I don't like that spectrum for Pikachu. I appreciate that it, there's something something funny about mm. having a, a cutie pie little Pikachu sass talk mm. people with Ryan Reynolds' voice. Do you well, think the Pikachu is cute? I think yes. Do I like it? No. It's 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 cute it, as a standalone creature. Mm. It's 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 cute. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. 
What you don't see, Chelsea you actually has. Per- you're like a broken. You're just you're glitched out. Yeah, it's, yeah. Now it's cute. it's cute. It's cute. I'm trying so hard to um, to condense how I feel into you words. You don't have to be diplomatic. Is not. That. I appreciate that, Chelsea. You do have a gun on me right now, which is oh, the well, But I mean, that's so just it makes it harder for me to answer. Listen, I think I think I think his eyes are weird. They're so his face is so expressive. And there's something uncanny about it. A friend of mine said, pointed out that it's sort of like Rocket Raccoon. Oh. Where it, it but Rocket, Rocket Raccoon is supposed to be like edgy. Like, you know, he's like a cute raccoon, but then he has like a big old gun and he's got a sassy mouth. But Rocket's eyes are not like unrealistic. He yes. just looks like a raccoon who That's happens to I talk. That's what I like about him. That, me too. So, so Detective Pikachu my, is so emotive. Yeah, I mean, look, my, my take when I first saw it, I was at home. I screamed. Uh, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Wow. Um, after watching it a couple more times and seeing some stills and conditioning myself, I think it is okay. I just, I don't know about, it's not that I think it's ugly. First, I thought it was ugly as fuck. But it's not that I think um the length of the fur kind of bothers me. I feel like if I were looking at this as a standalone with no context, I'd be like, oh, that, that's kind of cute. It looks fuzzy, right? Yeah. But I think like what I was picturing for a live action Pikachu is that it would be like a short hair, like a really short hair cat or really like short hair dog. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like that. And then like, I just don't know why there is this thing now in media where like you just really gotta be super like descriptive with the irises. Mm. You know, I'm not into his eyes that much. And it like freaks me out. I you think know? they'd be very creepier if they were all black though. Like that that's the thing that I thought of where I was like, if they were all black pools, I would hate it. <laughs> I mean, not like a solid black pool, but like you can still have it so that you're not rendering his fucking irises with the power of a thousand Unreal Engines. I don't think you need it. I just don't even, and also like the coloring and the way his fur is made me immediately think of, you know when you uh, win those like knockoff Pikachus at a carnival? Like those long hair, like cheap things, that's what it looked like to me. I've never seen that. It's creepy. Wow. Um, I I think it's it's just that when the detective Pikachu makes expressions with its furrowed brow and its weird mouth, I just see Ryan Reynolds peeking out at me Uh, from behind uh, this Pikachu uh, mask. mask. Oh no! And I hate that. Well, now I'm. mm. I think like mine is less so that, but it's more that like when he talked in the trailer, I just I'm sorry, I kept thinking of Deadpool, and I'm like, this Mm. is just Deadpool in a Pikachu suit. It kind of and the persona was a little bit similar too so it just reinforced I'm just like this is just Deadpool none of this feels right I I kind of get that it feels like a a tamer kid friendly Deadpool energy and that's this is just the Deadpool re-edit for PG-13 kind of feels that way I'm I do you guys dislike Deadpool by the way no I like Deadpool okay it's fine no I just wanted to like know that i feel like that in fact is important i I, yeah, I thought fair. it was fun but I, I like deadpool well enough but it, it it it's weird to me to see disney make a movie that's supposed to be edgy because by definition it's disney and marvel and it's like okay sony makes want... deadpool sorry oh that's yeah. a good call Warner Brothers? It, literally any yeah. big budget 
movie trying to be edgy it feels like such a contradiction well, yes so bringing trying to leverage that energy uh-huh. into detective pikachu is weird do you remember the detective pikachu not the movie but the game trailer where it was like that round smooth pikachu yes. i thought that's what they were putting in the movie and that's what i was expecting i like that guy i like yeah. it too though it does look like a little bit of a gumball he was very around and cute. And so also, we need to talk about really quick the Jigglypuff, no, which was no. the most, by far the most disturbing thing in no. the trailer. However, I, I would like to say I did not like the fur on the Jigglypuff. I did not like the over-exaggerated curl. I thought the texture of the Jigglypuff should be similar to Kirby. Like yeah. smooth, round, balloon-like, It soft. should not have texture maybe they, like but that. Maybe, and they did, maybe they did a screen test, though, and it looked awful, is my only thought. And this is what they chose? No. The Jigglypuff that's in the... The trailer uh-uh. was like the better and, option. And, and that Jigglypuff's eyes, Jenna. Oh. I hated that. Why does Jigglypuff have some have some weird deep green irises that have seen some shit on the battlefield? I don't yeah. know. I don't like but it. Why do they give bar. all of the animals or all of the animals, all of the Pokemon realistic eyes except for Psyduck <laughs> would look well? Because Psyduck, I guess his eyes yeah. aren't realistic. They're just little dots. Yeah, yeah. But it was funny. Psyduck is its own thing. I thought Psyduck looked, I don't know, it was so brief. The bill was very fleshy looking. (laughs) Really? Oh. I, um, oh, also really quick too, the Charizard. I liked the Charizard. I don't know, the scales. They were a little, I don't like the way they were. They were a little over much, but I think, I I didn't look at. Charizard and be like, I want to die, like but how he, I did with Jigglypuff. Oh, well, yes. Here's what I did like, though, is that they were able to make bold choices. It's not like Super Mario Brothers movie bold, but it was mm-hmm. just like so, I don't know, like they were able to play with stuff and give us something that we weren't expecting, mm. and it was really yes. unique, and it has a very clear art direction. Yeah. And that was the stuff where I was like, that's cool that you guys were able to make these very experimental choices. I understand that this is very emotional for most people, uh-huh. and it's hard to be like, well, no, this is my Pikachu. That's a fucking monster. <laughs> not Hashtag my Pikachu. Not my Pikachu. <laughs> but I, like, I, I just liked it. I was like, you guys had a vision the whole way through, and that's really cool. You get to see every... Like the vision is very cohesive, I think. I Carnival like that, yeah. fuzz. I like the Bulbasaur. Carnival really like the Bulbasaur. fuzz. That's Bulbasaur all is I my think favorite. Bulbasaur was cute. Yeah. Bulbasaur was cute. Uh, well, a cute is a relative term, but he looked okay for being Bulbasaur. I thought Bulbasaur looked cute. He looked like a little suc- succulent um, buddy. <gasps> Carnival Fuzz Pikachu. I'm sorry. I just. Anyway, uh, yes, th- those are our <laughs> heated thoughts. On Detective Pikachu. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us on this special thick gelatinous episode of the Polygon <laughs> Show. Ends up talking about a tentacle, which is sort of jelly-like. It's also squishy. Uh, if you would like to critique this <laughs> episode or have any questions that you would like to ask us, please don't limit it to Jello. Please you can send them to Polygon Show at Polygon.com. Send me your Ambrosia recipes. What's your favorite What is Ambrosia, food? by oh the God. way? It's like jelly and it's, no, sorry. It's like Jello and whipped cream and it's usually filled with like nuts and fruit. The one, the one we've made was like, imagine a fruit cocktail. So like all of like canned peaches, canned pears, uh, grapes, marshmallows and coconut and whipped cream. Yeah, I think if you saw a picture of ambrosia, you'd be like, that's what that is. 
Oh, well, I'll, I'll Google that in it's a second. It's like, usually like a cloudy pink or a cloudy green. <laughs> I mean, if you if we don't stop the show, I'll tell you all about carrot salad. Oh, so. my God. This looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just looked at, oh, my God. Wait, one of this looks like the, the mountain in Rugrats at the golf course. <laughs> yeah. The big Sunday that I've always wanted. Anyway, I'm doing a tar- ter- terrible job at closing the episode. So please, um, if you like this show, please rate us on Apple Podcasts and recommend to your friends and visit us at, at Polygon Show on Twitter.com. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you. And this has been the Polygon Show.